1: Welcome to episode 295 of There's No Place I Terra" for Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie.
0: And I am Grace, and I got distracted chicken levels. <laughs> Today, we are watching SG Atlantis yes, Season 4, yes. Episode 20, yeah. <laughs> 420, <laughs> um, The Last Man, aka The Old Man and the Lack of Sea. <laughs> the
1: Old Man and the Dune Sea.
0: Yeah. AKA smart house but worse. <laughs> Do you remember Smart House? No. It's a Disney Channel show? Nope. No, excuse me. Disney Channel movie. The
1: only Smart House I know is on Eureka. No. Okay. But yes. But yes.
0: Um it starred Katie Sagal as a AI. Sure. In the Smart House, but then she goes like bad.
1: Well, that makes sense oh My yeah. it's better than, I like Old Men in the Dune Sea better yeah. than my AKA, which is basically just one point two one gigawatts.
0: <laughs> I like
1: eighty eight miles, but just random back to the future references. Sure, I'm into
0: it. I do like the good
1: I like a good back to the future reference. It's a quality movie. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna give you a heads up if you hear thunder. Yes. Uh, in the backgrounds. It's um, weather
0: time in Florida.
1: Wh- yeah, Florida just decided to be like, yo, early midday storm. It's, uh, it's you know, Florida
0: has one weather. Yes. Which is hot. Yes. But then it has a weather variety variety pack season where it's like which one do you get today do you get storms do you get rain do well, you get clear skies
1: and then and then frequently during the the summer which in the summer in Florida lasts about 10 months yeah um you get what is colloquially known as rain o'clock
0: yes yeah rain o'clock is. I think rain o'clock season is coming.
1: Yeah, and this is just an early rain o'clock because rain o'clock is usually mid-afternoon. Yeah, yeah. It it it's beautiful sunny skies, horrible downfall thunder and lightning, and then beautiful sunny skies. Yeah. It's like uh,
0: very emotional. Yeah. Very emotional Listen, skies.
1: This Florida has some scattered emotions to it. <laughs> emotions. Um Hey, huh? Grace. Uh-huh. Just a question. So why exactly did we not have a podcast out last week?
0: Because Yeah. Because we Uh-huh. went on a surprise. Yeah bachelorette cruise
1: damn right we did
0: not not just you and me which is what i thought was gonna happen yeah
1: grace thought it was just gonna be it us and an so an entire
0: coven of bitches your
1: plan entirely was like oh well we'll just do a tangent cast we'll record it on the ship this was your plan huh we were gonna record one about vox machina on the ship and then there
0: was so many people
1: and then there was uh some more bitches that came with us
0: it was a whole coven of ladies it was amazing and then it was so much fun that my body was like you're not allowed to have fun and nope. then i came home and got sick yeah because <laughs> that's what i do not covid not covid not covid i feel like people it was need not to know COVID. That. yeah it's important to know that very
1: distinctively no yeah. one got covid
0: yeah, um, thankfully. But, but
1: yeah, we uh we we sailed the oceans mm-hmm. um with in, in a giant balcony room. It was windy as fuck, but it was Yeah, that you also didn't know about. Yeah,
0: that was fun. Yeah. Uh we did have some balcony parties. Yeah. Uh we also had some let's not even leave the room and be social yep. parties. Blanket
1: burrito parties. Um
0: and then there was drinking and yeah. food.
1: Oh, lots, lots of food?
0: And fun times. Yeah. It was good.
1: So that's why we don't have a podcast last week. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> because I didn't know it was... I was like,
0: we'll be fine. We'll yeah. do this thing. It's we'll going record gonna, it on the We don't shit. even have to say anything to nope. people. Nope. Nope. And there was nothing to, like, warn them about. Nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was fun, though.
1: So, um... Anything else you were watching last week? Um...
0: I don't know. (laughs) Like, we weren't watching
1: anything.
0: No, we were watching the inside of my cup as it emptied. We learned why two drink grace is two drink grace because I drink fast. yeah, yeah. Because I'd be like, yeah, I'm do. done. And everyone's like, how? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, I still have half my cocktail. Yeah.
0: I just, we've learned that I'm a fast drinker. I think we've kind of seen that on the pod, but yeah. I think seen so many other people also <laughs> not be done. They're like, Jesus, slow it the fuck down. Yeah. So apparently
1: pacing might be part of my issues. I think that might be. Uh-huh. So I... um. I did start watching. watching, So I'm still rewatching season one of Vox Machina. Season one of Vox Machina. I'm watching campaign one of the table Vox Machina. I have also rewatched Legend of Vox Machina because that's now just my comfort show at this point. Um, I did start watching another series on Hulu. Um, So I am someone who finds um, Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos fascinating uh, i
0: know what you're talking about yeah
1: and so i recently rewatched the documentary on hbo i forget what it's called it's real good um but there is now a
0: blood of my blood
1: <laughs> yes that's exactly it's something what it's with called the word
0: blood but it's not um, that
1: but there's it's now on a uh there is a a limited series on hulu
0: blood in blood out
1: yep called the dropout yeah drop in dropout. No, it's just called the Dropout. Sure, the Dropout. The first like four episodes are up right now. Okay. It's 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 good. I been, you know why I haven't been watching anything.
0: I, into, I thought I'd be done by now, but I was like, Oh, let me pl- replay Horizon Zero Dawn no. before I play Forbidden West because we you know, we try to like not buy a bunch of games at once. Yeah. And so um husband Jesse is playing Elden Ring. Cool game, by the way um it
1: looks too intense for it me. is a very
0: intense it's it is not early level for me. it is not it is dark souls it is dark souls yeah um but you know in a different world um so i decided to play horizon zero dawn the first one because we've had that for a while it is long yeah it's good though it's so good i think you'll love it so much uh, I- it's funny at some point during uh so the the voice, the lead voice, is done by a good friend of Critical Role, Ashley Birch.
1: I do know Ashley Birch, and I'm a big fan of Ashley Birch.
0: And at some point, uh, husband just he goes, Did that just sound like Nixie? <laughs> and so then I made Aloy talk again, and I was like, Oh, she does! Look, do it again! Oh, do it again! Do it again! And then, what's really cool is... She's like a badass archer with big curly hair.
1: And I do like archers. So
0: I feel like you will connect to this character. I may have to play it. You're gonna... She fights dinosaurs and bad guys. Because
1: I am getting close to finishing the DLCs for Valhalla. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, I'm waiting. Listen, if you've you've read anything about Starfield that's gonna come out in November, I read NASA Punk and it's an RPG and went... Please give it to my soul. Yeah. But right now, so I will need another game to At fill the void. At the risk of
0: spoilers. Yes. There is a about sci-fi spoilers. element that you're going to fucking love cool. to this game.
1: So I will play. Right now, I will say Nick and I are playing a video game because okay. Nick and I really enjoy playing video games together. And there's not a ton of like co-op video games that are in both <laughs> of our I love worlds. that you
0: said that because I thought maybe Jesse and I could play together. No, we can't. We can watch each other play.
1: Okay, Uh, so Nick and I enjoy playing, and there is a game, and I heard about it coming out. And like, if you have an Xbox, it's on the Xbox Game Pass. I think it's on like the PlayStation version. It's called It Takes Two. It is so adorable. Okay, and you can only play it as a two-player game. Nice. It's it's forced co-op. Okay, and so you're helping each other. Like you're turned into these toys. And you help each other make it through this world. And there is what's great is there's no repeat dynamics. Oh, cool. And so at one point, like one person has a hammer and the other person like shoots out nails, and then another person you're in space, and then one person can walk on walls, and the other person can grow big or grow small, and like another area you can like fly around. Like it's every single section of the game is different mechanics. Okay. And you're forced to there is also the fun part, because when you die, you just pop back in. Nice. And there is also those fun parts just to to torment the person you're playing with, where you can just kill the other person if you release something too soon. That's mean. Or, or you have to go down this ramp and someone else has to hit it, so you pop up, and then the other person just hits it too early or too late on purpose, so then you run into a wall and die. So, <laughs> there is...
0: <laughs> I'm there. fighting robot dinosaurs, but yes.
1: Anyways, it is really adorable and it's not. The other reason I like it is because it's not too difficult. Okay. So there is some parts where in some bosses we've died a number of times because it does take a little bit trickier of hand-eye coordination or perfect timing. But the majority of it, if you are not a, like a big video game player... Okay. The the controls Just mechanics. Yeah, the controls can, and mechanics. Because are not I feel complex. like
0: saying someone's not a. I think you're you're a big you like gaming, and yes. I don't think that everyone likes to play on hard. Yeah. But if you're not here to, for for mechanics, if yes. you're here for story, yeah,
1: then it sounds like. And there is actually a story that goes along with okay. it. Um, sometimes slightly depressing, but there yeah. is a story that goes along with yeah. it. Yeah. Um and yeah, I never play video games on hard.
0: I I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm le- yeah I'm learning to um I don't play on hard. I I uh, someday I might play like the Dark Souls and the Elden Ring stuff. Yeah, I play like on the average level, but I I do like a story. I like a story to push me through.
1: I will. I've gotten to the part where I will start on average, but I will very quickly drop down to like the story mode because I don't like getting frustrated at video yeah. games. So.
0: The games, of, I don't know if these are the same because I, I haven't, I've tried the Assassin's games and I'm just not into them. Yeah. Um, the ga- most of the games I play have like five modes. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're probably between levels one and three. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: kind of where I sit. And I've also, which is why I like video games that you can seamlessly um, change the level on because I have very much been known to, I'll sit on a three. Until I reach a boss, if I die three times, I'm gonna switch it down to the easy one. Oh, I, get I, past the boss I, I need and my then trophies. flip it back
0: up. Give me my trophies. Yeah, don't no. switch it back. No,
1: nah, all not my that person. silver ass
0: trophies. I'm not I- that
1: person. <laughs> okay, tell me March 7th. 2008. Here we are. Written by Joe and Paul. Directed by Mr. Martin Wood. Yes. We don't really have too many sort of unusual guest stars. Like I mean, we barely have stars. We see Kate Hewlett again, which is always great. I love her. Yeah. I mean, Connor at this point is a regular. Kevin, I very much consider a regular at this yeah. point. Um, and, uh, and boy is this one filled with feels.
0: So I did a lot of crying <laughs> and I'm blaming the drugs, but yep. we know me better than that.
1: The drugs just just accentuate exactly yeah i love these episodes yeah i love these episodes where you can do anything you want and there there's little it's like time travel so the consequences are wiped out no
0: matter yeah
1: there was a fantastic ds9 novel i don't remember the name at this point but basically all of the irregulars from ds9 have these heroic deaths as they are saving the the station from invaders and then there's time travel at the end so everyone is still Just alive. kidding, yeah. Yeah, it's like literally goes down to fighting of the last man and like everyone, these heroic death saving. I mean people. that's how you want to go, right? Yeah. If you're a
0: hero, if you're an action star, you yeah. want to go on into Blaze of Glory.
1: So we start the episode like you do.
0: Mm-hmm. Off John, planet. Off Hanging planet.
1: Out. Uh John comes back. Um, on his own to meet with Lauren and his team. So they're, they're waiting and hoping to meet with a contact who did not show up. And Lauren isn't even hiding his, I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren claims that he didn't order the hit on John McCain and Harmony so John's willing to hear him out. Sure. And right now, like it or not, the Genai hear things in the galaxy. They are ears. Yeah. They are an espionage network and they need to find Taylor.
0: Yep. And that's how we're going to do it. So let's go find a Taylor. And then this is the end of the episode. ta Bye.
1: Bye. So for now, John is going to head back to Atlantis. Lorne and his team are going to stick around here for a few more hours. Hopefully the J'Nai will show up. Mm-hmm. And John... Just puts just manifests into the universe that they are going to find Taylor.
0: Yep. Right as he steps through the gate. Just like I keep trying to manifest work home from home forever. Forever.
1: Okay. Work from forever home. Yeah. But when he arrives in Atlantis, it's a little weird. Yep. It's very warm. Uh-huh. Everything is red-hued. It's real hot. It's real hot. There's no one there. Yeah, he's
0: not he's not a big surprise guy.
1: Yeah, he's like, if this is a surprise party, it's not my birthday. Yep place is empty he tries calling on the radio no one's there yeah i would be getting worried about now yeah
0: this is where i'm like this isn't fine this isn't fine
1: he heads out to the balcony but the automatic door is not working yeah so he has to brute force it open when he gets there there is no ocean well there is an ocean but it's not a water it is arid out there there he's now on tattooing
0: oh he he is on annie's worst nightmare
1: he's on my worst nightmare (laughs) Sand dunes starting to overtake the city and half covering the lower <sighs> sections. Sandworms. There There's definitely sandworms on this planet.
0: Here's the one thing I'm a little bummed about. We don't see any
1: whale bones. They're, no. They're over the dune.
0: Oh, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Uh, and Well, honestly, it's been that many years. They probably have completely disintegrated.
0: Sandworm time. So I will, um, I don't know if I've shared this before on the pod, but I love me some sandworms. Uh, shocker. And, I've and never heard that before. And one of my dogs thinks he is a sandworm. He
1: does think he's a sandworm.
0: And so he likes to get under the blanket and I and be sandworm. Uh-huh. We recently rearranged the bedroom and he can't figure out how to sandworm properly oh. anymore. So he just thrashes instead. Because he's like, because we changed like bedding and we changed the location of things. Yeah. And he's like, I don't like it. I cannot sandworm. So I will protest. I will protest instead and make a drakey burrito. Yep.
1: It's worrisome yeah, love his, what he sees, to say the least. And I love the shot of John just trying not to freak out. Uh-huh. Them acting chops on Joe Flanagan when yeah. he's like, everything's fine. Oh yeah. Credits. So John comes back in, trying to talk his way through this shit situation. This yeah. is either the most elaborate practical joke of all time or serious trouble. I think
0: he's hoping it's a practical yes, joke. Yes, like, wouldn't please, you? Please, dear God, please. Yeah. He
1: tries waving his hand over the controls. Nothing turns on, but there is some garble on his radio. Which eventually clears up to be the familiar voice of one Dr. Rodney McKay. Oh, yes. Which is, I'm sure, a huge relief to John. huh McKay can't believe it worked. And he's like, what? What worked? What the fuck? Because
0: nothing seems working here.
1: And he's like, well, yeah, you might be a little confused because what? Just five minutes passed for you. And and John's like, explanations.
0: Yeah, I'm going to need you to keep talking quickly, but more info.
1: And and less rambling. Yeah, he explains to McKay what he's seeing, including the ocean being gone, which is news to McKay. And McKay's like, this is going to be very hard to grok. I need you to come to the holograph room. And with nothing else to do at the moment, Uh John runs his way there because that's not a time that you dilly dally.
0: He's like, I got no power. I got no ocean. I got no people. And I got no AC.
1: So McKay tells him to turn on the holographic projector. Since the whole city has no power, the holographic projector has its own power source. John waves his hand over it. Behind him is a hologram of an aged McKay wearing grandpa sweater my favorite style nice and he's to let him know he's tapped into the city and the sensors so he has eyes Uh and ears Uh uh-huh um and Uh he he looks a bit different a little bit i mean it's i'll say this of of we've seen bad old age makeup this one's not bad
0: no and it's like it's a like if for um a brain 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 David Hewlett could hope to age that well. I know. Like, that's a good looking age. It's a
1: good age. Yeah. And uh, McKay says he probably looks different because John remembers him the way that he was. And John's like, you mean earlier today? Yeah. The way you were hours ago. Yeah.
0: Please stop this.
1: And McKay muses that he actually spent 25 years trying to figure out how to make this work. And never in those 25 years pondered what he would say to John when he got here. Of course he didn't. It's McKay. Why would he do that part? Meanwhile, I spent months trying to figure out what I would say to Grace when I surprised her with extra people for the cruise. And it was
0: still a nice fun
1: stumble. I I still, yeah, I literally like rehearsed it and I still just fucked over all the words. It was real
0: fun. It was real fun to be like, what's happening? What's (laughs) happening? What's happening? I can't read this. (laughs) I did have my own little... Shepherd moment where I was like, information fast.
1: <laughs> Need. Why do you have a camera
0: on me? <laughs> what happening? And it was like, and Kaylee was trying to warn me because yep. there was people hiding. There was people hiding. She's like, duck for cover.
1: Take cover. So the the essence of what I told her is that uh we've learned a lot of real life skills from this podcast. And uh-huh. one of the real life skills I've learned from this podcast is how to lie blatantly oh, to yeah. Grace's face. It's been great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, <laughs> anyways mckay said i've spent 25 years and i've never figured out what i was going to say to you and john's like hot take start by telling me what the fuck yeah what the fuckery yeah What's what you doing just, just what and mckay's like well remember that sg1 mission report where the wormhole intersected the solar flare and they were sent back to 1969 he's like uh ish sure sure let's say i didn't
0: uh-huh. Let's say I forgot to read that, that one report.
1: So, same thing happened, but you were sent forward in time. Not super easy to figure out how far exactly, but, you know, give or take 48,000 years.
0: Cool, 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 cool.
1: That is so much time uh-huh. that my, like, you your head can't grok it.
0: I'm, no, that's, that's so many times. So many so if we went back forty eight thousand years, yeah. Is that
1: well that would be forty-six thousand years BC. Yeah, BC- like A- BCE. It's, it's um BCE, yeah.
0: Is that dinosaur time? Mm, oh.
1: I don't I I haven't had enough coffee to do that. Okay. Now. Okay. I don't think so. Got it. I, I think it's uh I don't remember.
0: Yeah. Pre Ice Age? Post
1: Ice Age. <laughs> if i say something it would be wrong and then i would feel Go ahead.
0: bad i'm gonna look it up people yeah. at home yell at me
1: please do because like we've said many times my the only thing worse than me pronouncing words i don't know is me knowing numbers how
0: many years ago was the ice age i like the ones that are like jesus was born bro that one's easy come on google million years ago. So we're not
1: that far. Okay, got it,
0: got it, got it. That's
1: what I was like. It's not millions. We're not to dinosaurs. Got it. But we are 46,000 years BCE. What
0: was happening 48,000 years ago? I'm doing this, guys.
1: Yeah, do it. Yep, yep, yep. Get it. This one. That top one. We're doing this live.
0: We're doing it live. It's the upper, upper Paleolithic. Paleolithic era. Anatomically, modern humans are believed to have emerged in Africa around 300,000 years ago. Yeah. So we were peopling up we in We were
1: peopling. Era. Oh,
0: I figured we were peopling. Oh, I did. I had no fucking idea. Oh, I knew we were people i
1: that not I just didn't aware. know like what civilizations Stone Age. were civilizing. We
0: were Stone Age doing things. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> We had uh, we had rocks and things. Yeah,
1: it was more of like I didn't know if we started farming. You I know gotcha. what I mean? Yeah, that's where I was. Are we planting shit yet? Yeah. Or are we still just roaming around? Yeah.
0: It looks like we're wandering around doing things. Cool. I mean,
1: that's a solid. I I like I'm. There's part of me that'd be like to be nomadic would be really cool.
0: Yeah. Okay, now I now I want to deep dive this, so let's get back that, to this. That's, we're
1: not going to deep dive it because I'm like,
0: what did the world look nope. like? This is obviously post pangea blah blah blah, and then-
1: we're going. So anyway, McKay is like, you know, it's really it's really cool when you think about how many years. And John's like, no, nah, it's not. No, nah, no, nah. surfing thirty foot waves in Waimea, cool. Dating a supermodel, cool. This shit, nah. <laughs> this isn't cool. Which, by the way, if you don't know why Bay is in the north side of Oahu. Uh, It is a well-known and a key location of the big wave surfing community. Honestly, I know nothing, almost nothing about the big wave surfing community. I barely know about the surfing.
0: I know I grew up near Steamer's Lane, which is a... I think I don't know that it's big wave, but it's definitely like surfing.
1: Listen, I know that every once in a while someone could surf Lake Superior. That's the extent of surfing knowledge. <laughs> That's probably I know. not
0: big wave. But it yeah. is
1: not big wave, but I do know every once in a while you could surf uh Lake Superior. Nice. They are not big waves, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I know it's a big ass lake.
1: Yeah, it's big lakes for big waves for being a lake. Yeah. Which really, it's an inland sea. If we want to be technical about it, but yeah, that's fine.
0: Uh, Steamer Lane is, um, it's fun because you can watch. It's got yeah. like
1: good like watch spots. That's good
0: for losers like me who don't <laughs> surf. Just watch other surfers.
1: Um, I wouldn't necessarily say losers. I, I mean, would say like there is a uh, special there, there is a special breed of person who does big wave surfing. Like that's fair. not even all surfers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So that's when John realizes that McKay is actually, and McKay just finishes that thought. Yeah, I'm dead. I buried and I've turned to dust a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone, honestly, maybe the whole human race is gone. Who knows? Yeah.
0: You might be the last man alive. <gasps> Episode title.
1: <laughs> so there's not enough power to power the Stargate to get home. You can't really go anywhere else without the MELP. And it's quite possible, as we said, John is the last human being alive uh-huh. John's like, this is a shit job at cheering me up. This this is not great right now. Nah.
0: feel Isolation are not fun. So
1: McKay wasn't even sure the city was going to last this long. And he made the super advanced ec- hologram. He can go anywhere in the city. He can be interactive. Mm. He's almost an exact duplicate of the real McKay. Mm. This is where I went. John's like, it had to be you. Like, it couldn't have been anyone else. I mean, he doesn't know anyone
0: else that intimately. No um
1: and I, how anatomically correct is this hologram um knowing mckay probably a correct <laughs> yeah, it's fair Just i feel it's like McKay. i would
0: enhance if i were making a hologram of myself i don't know You know, like, uh, tuck things in a little here and make things a little bit more voluptuous here and uh, things and stuff.
1: So McKay seriously wanted this hologram to be here. His core is sealed into the foundation of a building in the city. He has Mm -hmm. a Mark 12 generator powering that was just to point out. That's fucking advanced. Yeah. We're seeing, like, it takes two Mark II generators to power the chair, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're not seeing even Mark VI generators, you know what it's I mean? It's that big brain needs a lot of generator. It does. Um, McKay didn't go all through this trouble just to have a chat with John. No, 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 no. He has a plan to bring John back to the future and lead to <laughs> a very confused John out of the room. Yeah. As they walk, I like the lights that turn on and off as they're walking through the city.
0: yeah. I do wish that John had called them Doc a couple times.
1: Yeah. Well, I like Lauren's the one that calls him Doc.
0: Yeah. But because just because Doc's back Brown. to the future. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I like that, this, that. It kind of comes up around him.
1: Yeah. Um, so they're gonna head to the stasis chamber because in theory, McKay explains that they can send him back the same way he got here through the gate with the right address, with the solar flare. The issue is waiting for the very specific solar flare that's needed—that's mm-hmm. the right shape, the right size, at yep. the wormhole, the right angle—and it does not happen every day. Yep. So he'll only have to be in st- only have to be in stasis for another seven, eight hundred years, thousand tops. I mean, that's nothing compared to forty-eight. Yes, but I can also see John's like. What? (laughs) I mean, yes, but also stasis chamber. Well, also, here is the thing of, like, you... My thought is more, John is then thinking about going into the stasis chamber and being there for hundreds of years, whereas this just happens, and he didn't have to, like, think about it Yeah, 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 yeah. So... They have to be precise mm-hmm. because if he doesn't get back within two weeks of disappearing. Yep. It's too late.
0: Two months, right?
1: Two. I thought it was two weeks.
0: I don't know any more. I
1: okay. may have wrote it down wrong. Got it. Uh, I'm only saying because he was gone for 12 days. So I know he was saying there's still enough time. A, yeah. But yeah. they were on a clock. True. John is like, please continue because like information. Yeah. Please give me.
0: I'm on a lot of drugs, so I probably wrote it down wrong.
1: Information, please give me.
0: Uh-huh.
1: McKay explains that shit did not go well after John disappeared. Yeah. He figured out what happened, but there was nothing that he could do. hmm And the Air Force pronounced John K-I-A.
0: This was the darkest timeline. This is
1: the darkest timeline. Uh, he had a great military funeral on Earth. I mean, great if you, you know, quotation marks. Uh, as great <laughs> as a
0: funeral can yeah, be. basically... <laughs>
1: Uh, empty casket, and you can tell John is, you know, that's weird to hear. Uh-huh. And from there, we get a flashback. And we watch McKay, Ronan, and Lauren continue to search for Taylor. Yeah. And they find her two months later in an abandoned outhouse of Michael's. Hideout, not an outhouse, hideout of Michael's. She has had the baby. And since I like she... that it was an outhouse yep. in the hideout. Yep. Um, since Michael then had the baby, Taylor wasn't needed anymore.
0: Yep. And he just killed her. What an unceremonious end to Taylor.
1: Yeah, and they just find her dead. Like, not even... She's not even, like... She's just shot and left there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's just gross and awful. Like, she was, like, an
1: eggshell. Exactly. So back in the current, McKay reassures John that we know where we found Taylor. So when you go back, you'll know where she is, the timing, how to save her, save the baby... Change the fate of the galaxy, save the cheerleader, save the world.
0: No pressure.
1: No pressure.
0: <laughs> just, you know. Do, 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 do. Just travel back. Travel forward another 10,000 years and then back about 50. And then and and then we're fine. Yeah. And then save the world. Okay, bye.
1: Because the baby was the turning point. Uh-huh. And Michael used the child to perfect the hybrids and shit got spicy after that. Mm-hmm. In another flashback, we see Keller leading this makeshift sick ward, and Michael stepped up exposing all the humans in the galaxy to the new and improved Hoffman drug, Yep, and she did what she could to lower the mortality rate, but it was just a losing battle.
0: Yeah, it was fucked up hybrid time.
1: And we watch one wraith ship destroy another because of the limited food supply. Yep. And then I mean the wraith just turned on each other and then Michael just let them go until they were hurting and then made his move.
0: Yeah. I mean not that we want to do this, but like props to Michael.
1: It's a solid battle strategy. Yeah. It's evil as shit, but it's a solid battle strategy. Yep. Um it took less than a year before he had the Wraith on their knees, literally, as we see a queen dragged before Michael. Yeah. He does some villainous villainous monologuing about how he was forced to do this by the humans and the wraith who both wronged him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Villain, villain, villain. Mm -hmm. And when she snarks back, he slices her throat. Yep. And then carries her head outside the tent where all of his followers cheer in triumph.
0: Why? Sort of not important, but there's a G on Michael's belt buckle.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Why is there a G on his belt buckle? I don't know. Okay, I need to know why there's a G on his belt buckle. If anybody knows, please tell me. But I I can't wait back. Well, it's me. I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) i notice some dumb shit sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, let me look at it again, because maybe I just think it's a G, because it's me and my name is Grace. But I went back and I was like, still looks like a G to me. It's a G
1: for Grace.
0: G for Grace. Yeah. 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 Doing it.
1: He's a big fan of yours. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So G for Gideon's cookies. Exactly. Eat cookies. I love those
0: cookies. Look, he might be a bad guy, but
1: cookies. He's not a bad guy. He
0: knows a good cookie.
1: Back in the present, which is the future, the future present. Mm -hmm. Present, Back in the future present. Um, with the Wraith gone, Michael just turned on the humans. Mm -hmm. And he took the strongest humans, turned them into hybrids, and just casually exterminated the rest. Yikes. That's a heavy sentence, guys. Uh-huh. That's a heavy sentence. Casual
0: people extermination.
1: Um, Michael Ouch. knows that if they can save Taylor, they can change all of this of happening. Mm-hmm. I just have to pause super quick because those of you who know dogs know how sweet this is when your dog just rests her head on your foot. I
0: know this move.
1: And you're like, I, I can never move I now. live
0: here forever. I live here now. forever. This is
1: where I die. So- uh, they ran into a problem mm. here in the in the future. Oh, present. just one, just one. The sand has overtaken the city so much that the main corridor they need to get to the stasis chamber is completely blocked with sand.
0: Oh yes, a derood sandstorm is coming. Yes. And
1: now that's in your head mckay's hologram flickers a bit <laughs> there's no other way around mm. because i i guess the entire arm is collapsed with sand
0: yeah well you know sand's a bitch
1: it gets everywhere
0: it does all annie would be so annoyed sorry i can't i can't stop with that it can reference, it's, it's so stupid just
1: stick with the tattooing references mm,
0: i can't it's just so dumb it gets everywhere
1: Uh, It's filled the lower levels. McKay doesn't know what to do because he wasn't programmed for this variable. Uh The actual McKay brilliantly anticipated all sorts of problems. This wasn't one of them. Yep. So John, problem solves. Look, there is no water here. Yep. It's only sand. So he knows a way to get up and out and just walk the quarter mile across the sand. Yep. McKay's like, that's dumb because it's hot. And there's a sandstorm coming. Yeah, And it turns out, yes, John has been in a sandstorm before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude, this
1: dude's military. Yeah. Remember where he was stationed. Yep. And he knows what sandstorm means. But the options, there's not a ton of them right now.
0: No. And I also, I don't know that he's ever been on a planet of sand. I feel like this sandstorm might be a little more
1: intense. It seems like it's pretty. I'll uh, get to it. That's basically hell for me. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, especially. Yeah.
1: So they get to the door, heading outside. It's not pleasant. No, the winds are already gusting at fifty miles an hour, and they're increasing, and the visibility is zero. So they're like, "Let's wait it out." Mm. John, it's just not down. a Florida sandstorm. It's is not. what we'll come to learn. No, so they just stick it out here in the future with no food. Mm. There's no food.
0: I I would be done. I would be done. I'd be like, low blood sugars. Bye. Hungry. Can I eat sand? I gotta
1: eat sand. I mean, the, your dogs do. I mean, true. Maybe not on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But they do. Uh, so so time to pass the time, John asks about how everyone else did. And there's are you sure you want to hear these? I mean, he's like, there's no way we could just roll over and let Michael take over the galaxy. Um, uh, well, well, the IOA and the military were reluctant to commit a lot of resources to protecting humans of another galaxy. Yeah, which. Not surprising, Mm -hmm. Uh, but Sam, being the fucking badass she is, Uh would not take no for an answer. Yep. She said, fuck y'all. I'm out. Guys, we know. There's no, you know, our love of Sam Carter on this podcast. Yeah. In a flashback, we see that she gets the next Daedalus class ship, the Phoenix. Mm -hmm. Barely off the assembly line. Rising from the motherfucking Nowhere near done. Uh And we see Sam with a big grin on her face as she's able to finish her own ship. McKay's not less excited, but they work for most of a month. Yeah. Long ass hours, side by side, focusing on getting the ship up and running. <laughs> Zelenka may have been there too. I <laughs> like that. Zelenka was there too. McCaig doesn't remember, but he was definitely key of that project, obviously. Yeah. Um, And we're talking, looks we love mon- uh, montages. Yep. We get Sam and a new ship and a montage of her fixing it. I mean, this is just pure magic.
0: It's just a fix it, Sam. It's like. It's great
1: working
0: in the coal mine. This is
1: my Artificer Sam just manifest. She's doing it. She's getting it done. I do like the regard that
0: McKay has when he speaks of Sam. Like, obviously, there's respect for all of them, but there's yes. something very special when he talks about Sam.
1: Well, and we've talked about how, you know, sort of McKay's slightly disgusting, like, schoolboy crush situation Yeah, really turned into, like yeah he grew a lot and he
0: changed and he learned that obviously there's still affection for this person but it's not creepy no it's (laughs) it's
1: one of those where we know mckay sort of respects a lot of people in his own way but no one does he sort of respect in a way like he respects sam
0: yeah she's just a special human being Mm. that's because she is wrong yeah
1: That's because she is. Mm -hmm. It's the same way for me. I love all of the characters of this show, but there is something about Sam that is above and beyond.
0: She's special.
1: And again, you have to remember that I was, what, 13 or 14 when I first met Sam? Yeah, yeah. You know when I talk what about a
0: role model, ex-
1: well, it's like I got in the same period of time in my life, I got Sam Carter and Captain Janeway.
0: Yeah, those have been two badass bitches, and
1: I had Dana Scully.
0: Well, that's true. We love a good Dana.
1: We do love. We do. We do love good Dana. But you know, so they, Scully was a little outside some of my realms. But you know, I had. There is no. Like mystery, yeah. (laughs) No, no, anything that like, um, Sam Carter, Janeway, yeah, and Gen Zia Dax, yeah, were like the three sort of outside of like people I actually knew, yeah. (laughs) Outside of like you know human beings in my life, yeah. The three characters that like touchstones. I mean, what a
0: cool thing to do. I couldn't name one yeah. for you, like role model. I think I just liked.
1: There's probably literary ones that you.
0: I mean, maybe the reality is it probably was like Shirley Manson from Garbage. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Or oh, people yeah. like that. Yeah. But it's not they're not they're just cool rock stars yeah. that are sexy. Yeah um there's something very cool about these being like i mean bad
1: ass leader women. my 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 rock star whom i loved shocker like stevie Nicks.
0: oh i mean yeah <laughs> that's different like i dream she's a whole another different she's type of just, person yeah yeah
1: but yeah so anyways sam Car- sam carter love yeah. affection here Dig it. um finally the phoenix was ready and well ready enough Sam sends McKay and Roddick and the teams back to Atlantis, get some rest, work on the shields, maximize that shit as much as you can to protect the city. Mm -hmm. Lauren is in command of Atlantis. Boom. And Sam is taking this ship out because no time to rest. Michael is moving against world and they have to get out there. He is the
0: third manager in line. He is. He is. It's funny because. Because when John's gone, he's the military commander. I had to call out sick yesterday and our. Our Sam yes. and John were uh-huh. both out of yes. the office. Yes. And I was like, I don't know who I talked to. <laughs> you talk to our Lord. We do have a, do have and a Lord. And then they're like, we'll let our Lord know that you're not well. You, and I was like, you realize, okay, thank you. You
1: realize who you are then on Atlantis, if we're using that analogy. Am I killer? No. No. You're our Chuck. <laughs> I am a Chuck. I am Chuck. You're Chuck. I like it. You're our Chuck and our Walter. Fuck yes, I am. Like, wh- uh, name other characters that we love as much as our Chuck and our Walter. No, no, no. Well, no and like, it's like they're in charge of like who comes in and exactly. who That's fucking cool. You're our Chuck. I'm Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Something that no one else that we work with will understand.
0: Uh-huh. I'm here for it.
1: Okay, so... Lauren's in command of Atlantis. Sam's taking the ship out. McKay is not going to take her out of this, uh-huh. like, talk her out of this. And she, like, I feel like
0: I'm a Chuck Zelenka mix right now. No, that's fine. That's based fine. on the project, the, I'm the Chuck part that. is key. But I key. do love
1: a Chuck. <laughs> um, I also think that I'm a little bit of Zelenka. I think you're a little more. McKay? Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I'll take either one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anyway. I also love that Sam does not let McKay just walk away. And then he stops and he's like, good luck. Yeah. And then she just, she gives him this, this smirk, this smile and comes in and it's just a really good hug. Yeah. She's got, she's really good at like these, um,
0: like, I, I don't know how to put this because it's important to me. And I, I don't know how to make this sound not bleh, but it's like, Sam is a model of like, not every relationship between people exactly attracted to opposite sexes has to be a sexual relationship. You
1: can be friends with people of the opposite gender. Or, or
0: yeah. And you can be okay. friends with people of the
1: gender you're attracted that's, to. I guess that's better. You can be attracted to people of the gender that you are. Yeah. Yeah. And not have it be, it can be friendship. There is such a thing
0: as a, as what is it is it agape love which is like the know. brotherly love like
1: it's a treat there's the different types of love i know what you mean i just don't know the terms yeah. so well i'll whatever you say sounds right to me yeah but yeah and and it can be just as emotional it can be just as deep yeah um and and she thanks him for everything and he just confusedly walks away
0: yeah i i, I don't know <laughs>
1: I apologize. If you're watching this on video, we just keep being specklier and specklier as we go. We're speckled. We're speckled.
0: We're made of speckles. We are.
1: We're glitter. It's
0: the we can't. Yeah,
1: we're mid transporter. Um. Yeah, I I really love that scene, and I love that scene between the two of them because again, it's one of those scenes that is years of payoff. That scene wouldn't yeah. mean as much if we didn't see the asshole that McKay yeah. like that asshole the growth the
0: change yeah the, the everything that he turns into yeah. and what
1: Sam thought of McKay when they first met yep. and all that kind of stuff
0: the eye rolls the yeah. yeah the side eye the okay dude yeah
1: um so then Sam went and did her thing Hinton style gorilla style hits and I love listen can we just have a moment I i fucking love women in flight suits yeah there is this power and of of women in flight suits (laughs) that i love sure yeah i just yeah i mean there's
0: something about a flight suit just makes you feel capable
1: as, like you can just yes. do
0: whatever the fuck needs to get done. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I, th- I mean, it's no, it's not a lie that my love of flight suits goes back to Top Gun. Sure. Um. I mean, that's why I made my own.
0: Just the idea of like, and and mind you, this is coming from someone who fucking will wear a dress anywhere. Yeah.
1: And I, I won't.
0: <laughs> I tried to go on a rock climbing while I'm in a dress, but then I was told to push shorts on. Um. <laughs> It's just it's something about, like, I'm free to move however the fuck I need to move. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just... God, I fucking love. Yeah. Flight suits. Mm-hmm. Salmon in a flight suit. God damn it. Yeah. Um, but we see the phoenix just taking out ships, running, taking out ships, running. And it worked for a while. She did really big damage. And... But look, only lasts so long. Oh, yeah. So Michael set up an ambush for them. Mm. And it didn't go well. Yep. They started coming under heavy fire. It was going downhill fast and the hyperdrive started to overload, so Sam beamed the whole crew down to the planet yep, to head get to the, the fuck gate. Out. Sam said she'd be right behind him. Oof. McKay assumes she lost the transport system, if you're watching the yeah. video, it doesn't look like she It lost looks like the trimmer- she pulled a hold on maneuver. She did. Yeah. And it looks like Sam knew exactly what her plan was with the engines about to go, like other great commanders before her, she pulled a hold maneuver, which just to point out that this happened before the holdover. Yep. Maneuver, uh and just aimed her ship for one of the Wraith ships and stood there with a fuck you written across her face as she yeah. took out three Come ships with me, her last bro.
0: breath. Oh yeah. Is basically what she said. And
1: in the future, McKay laments that they then buried another empty casket. Yeah, fuck. That one was... That one was the roughest for me. But that that's just tough. because it's it's my girl. Yeah,
0: yeah. But fuck, what a way to go again.
1: Fuck yeah. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Sam's the best. Raise a glass for Sam Carter. To Sam Carter. I don't know what we're drinking, but it is like neon green. Mm-hmm. Um, which just keys out on our video. <laughs> We're drinking invisible drinks. Um, but bartender Nick made us something.
0: I like that it's invisible. Ooh.
1: Uh, so we get these great shots of an empty city, which is haunting before we come back to John. Apparently the McKay hologram has been gone for a bit. Mm-hmm. He was putting the new flare requirements into the sensors and he found out what happened to the city. Yep. The sun is dying. Yay. It is turning into a red giant.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Fun fact, that is how our own sun will die.
0: It'll turn into a red giant, which means it'll just stop being so warm, right? So
1: eventually our sun is going to get to the end. (laughs) Don't worry. I had the science. I have a science center on this one. Um, Science according to Stargate. Eventually, our sun is going to reach the end of its hydrogen supply in its core. Got so it. Hydrogen is the number one, by far the most common element in the entire galaxy, and sure. it's what makes suns, suns, basically. Uh-huh. But eventually, in the core, it's going to burn through all of its hydrogen. Yeah. Um, and so the core at that point was starting to collapse under its own gravity. Yep. Which there is hydrogen then in the outer layers. Okay. It's not an atmosphere, but if you want to make that, it's, it's, sort into of the, be, the, yeah. it's outer. So that's, as the core then collapses, it brings in some extra hydrogen that was at the surface. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what actually happens is the surface, all the surface layers actually expand all the outer layers. So the core ends up getting smaller. Okay. But all the layers aren't so the core it's like it's trying
0: to expand to like bring in
1: the hydrogen well it's just the process it's it's some physics that goes into it but basically it's pull on the outer because the core gets smaller okay it doesn't have as much gravity okay so then it doesn't have the same pull so so the outer layers can escape a little further gotcha gotcha um and so the size of the star actually increases that while makes the sense. core gets smaller. That makes sense. Yeah. So if the, the star... It's almost like it's losing stability a little bit. Essentially, Got it. yeah. Okay. Um, and at some point it'll reach a certain size and the core will actually get dense enough to start working with non-hydrogen atoms. So Because she's getting little. Yeah. So the hydrogen, it will burn through and it turns the hydrogen into helium. So at some point, the center of that star is going to get dense it's gonna enough. Going to have a really high voice. It's going to have a very high voice, <laughs> and it actually is going to start taking helium mm-hmm. and fusing that into carbon. Oh. And
0: that's a that's a choice.
1: And it's going to keep going, and it, it's going to do the same thing again. The core will get smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, the the surface will get larger again, and it's going to start actually turning the helium into oxygen. Okay. So somewhere around here, this is when it starts turning into a planetary nebula. And it'll have like, it's called a, a white dwarf inside. So the white dwarf is just this tiny, dense, crazy strong, gra- high gravity, little like point. Inside of the sun. It, well, it's what the sun leaves as. Okay, turns that's what in, I mean. Like, it's what it it's, just turns into a nibbler poop got from future rock. Got it. Yeah, like
0: it's not like it spits this out. This becomes its core. This becomes its core. That's and my question. Really,
1: okay. it's it, it spins like She's at a rate that you can't conceive of. She's tiny mad, tiny mad, tiny mad. But what happens is the outer surfaces, yeah, which you normally see as like the surface of the sun. Sure, it just kind—they just kind of drift off. And they end up making these, some of the most dynamic nebulas out there are actually planetary nebulas. They have no, nothing to do with planets, but when yeah. you're looking at the night sky or through a telescope, they could be, or um, binoculars that could be confused as planets, which okay. is why they got planetary nebula to them. Got it. But like cat's eye nebula, okay. ring nebula, helix nebula, like some of the most well-known, like astrology, astrology. Astronomical photos of the most dynamic um, nebulas out there are planetary nebulas that went through this process of dying, turning into a a red giant, and then drifting off.
0: Speaking of planets, what happens to the planets? Because aren't we in the sun's gravitational pull?
1: Yes, 100%. So our own sun is actually going to grow so large that it'll most definitely eat Mercury (gasps) and Venus. That's so cool. Maybe even Earth. She's just gonna nom her way out. And maybe even Mars and it could maybe reach the asteroid. But yeah, it's just gonna grow. And that's how big, if you consider the size of the sun now,
0: when Holy it gets crow. red
1: giant, like it's gonna eat Earth.
0: It's gonna get giant.
1: Yeah. And red. So I actually, my senior show in college mm-hmm. that went into our museum, I had two large pieces, digital paintings I did. One of them was the the birth of the moon oh cool and the other one was basically the planet uh, earth i know being this isn't how
0: the moon the was giant. born but i just pictured a
1: vagina spitting yep. out a moon yeah that's okay, it that's all and uh the the poem that went with it was fire and ice by robert frost nice some say the earth will end in fire some say and i or some say the earth will end in fire but i prefer ice i don't remember the exact yeah fire and ice by robert frost cool but that's yeah. cool and so it's gonna to happen to this planet and as the red giant that is our sun expands, it's essentially gonna burn off the pl- the atmosphere of the planet awesome and that's what's happening to this planet right now, which is why it's there's no water or anything right, the atmosphere it's eating it up is being burned off as yeah. the red giant grows larger and larger so
0: this thing's just gonna be sucked dry so they say
1: they figured like this planet could be almost gone in 500 years and since john needs to be in stasis for a minimum of 700 years that math doesn't work no he may not make it so mckay's trying to work the problem Mm -hmm. he's he's just a computer these are crazy variables Mm -hmm. john figures look so we have a mark 12 generator Yep. So that can power the shields, but not enough to also power the hologram, the sensors, the stasis chamber. But the city has solar powered shields. Yeah. Like solar powered generators. And McKay's like, they're not that strong.
0: Yeah. But. But
1: if the sun is turning red giant. Yeah. There's going to be a shit ton of solar energy.
0: If the sun gets strong.
1: So the stronger the sun gets, the closer the sun gets uh-huh. to this planet. The more power they're going to have. Yep. Yep. And McKay catches on. So they're going to use the shields to protect the atmosphere inside, like, a like the around the city. Yeah. Protect the atmosphere, not indefinitely. Buy them a couple hundred years or so. Yep. That's all they need. So John pulls out a handkerchief, which makes sense. I always adventure with a handkerchief. Sure. I get it. And tells McKay to open the door. So the storm has been going for seven hours now. They're like, this shit could last days and it's going to be dark soon. Yeah. All John has to do is walk a straight line. Yeah. Easier
0: said than done. I mean, <laughs> especially when it's that windy.
1: But John. But at least he's not drunk. John was hungry seven hours ago on his way back to Atlantis.
0: Yeah. He got low blood sugar.
1: He hasn't eaten. The longer he waits, the weaker he's going to get. Uh-huh. And at, at the least, McKay can keep in contact with him over the radio. And so, with sunglasses and a neckerchief, John walks out into yeah. basically nightmare. Yikes. Yikes. He's literally walking through a shitstorm. It's- I mean,.
0: Well, it's not literal shit, but it's pretty bad.
1: <sighs> yeah. <coughs> so McKay just appears at the door on the other side and calls over the radio to John, who can sure. hear him but would very much like to be distracted. So he asks McKay to tell him what happened to Ronan.
0: Oh, uh, you know, just an uplifting, easy story.
1: <laughs> no bigs. So in a flashback, um, after Taylor was gone, mm-hmm. Ronan didn't really feel comfortable in Atlantis i mean Taylor and John are pretty much his comfort circle? Yeah, yeah. So had he con- no friends. He convinced Sam to let him head off world and set up a strike force. Yep, which is honestly a fantastic use of this man's skills. Yep, the whole galaxy was. I feel in like a panic. he probably
0: didn't take a lot of convincing. Nah,
1: mm-hmm. the whole galaxy's in a panic. Easy to find volunteers. Yeah, he probably had to was able to pick and choose his volunteers oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we watched them, you know, Ronan then got everyone trained up, learning katas, learning all these fighting techniques. Really, let's get down to business. Oh, yeah. Absolutely what it was. The hybrids. Yeah. <laughs> they got skilled. He even talked Sam into giving them some equipment, some weapons, some gear. He had a really effective combat force. I want to go
0: to Ronan's training
1: school. I would, in a heartbeat, go to Ronan's training school, just for
0: like a week, though, because otherwise I'll die.
1: Yes, I was thinking weekend, but yes.
0: <laughs> well, it's like, can I just go every Saturday for a while?
1: Hundred percent, just for a workout, just for boot camp, yeah. weekend boot camp. Um. So they started running missions against Michael's forces, and at one point, they got intel on a lab that was making more hybrids. Mm-hmm. So what else is there to do but fucking take them out? Yes, in do the it. process. Who else would Ronan run into Yay! That fucking Todd? Our best bud, Todd. You know, I like how he at one point points out Hello, to Ronan. Like, lawful neutral. My favorite is he points out to Ronan that there is something to be said for stealth. Uh-huh. And that's when word comes in that there's another cruiser that just landed and things are about to go from bad to worse.
0: I will say, when we're talking video games, um, My approach is very much like Ronin's. There are some times where Jesse would be like, you know, you could stealth that. I was like, I just wanted to hit things right now.
1: My tactic is to stealth until I inevitably caught and then brute force.
0: (laughs) No, sometimes I just purposely want to brute force things. And I'm like, I just... And it's like, I know I'm going to die, but sometimes it's just fun to see what happens.
1: Yeah. No, Assassin's Creed, my tendency is to stay- Well, I think that game's built for stealth. It is. But I have a tendency to stay as far away as I can, sniper as many things as I can, because I'm not a fast aimer. Okay. So when I can sit there and take my time to aim- Yeah. ...is good.
0: You're going to like Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: Okay. There's okay. a lot of tactical approaches. Um, so without a second thought, Ronan gathers the C4 from the group that's with them, tells everyone to get back to the gate because Ronan's going to finish this mission and enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, Todd was going to go in and design an elaborate program designed to slowly create a fatal error in the computer. But really, there's no time for that now.
0: I feel like
1: Ronan was just going to blow shit up.
0: It makes sense that Todd and McKay
1: worked well together. It really does. It really does. But you
0: know, and Ronan needs a t-shirt that just says C4 is my friend. It, he, yes.
1: <laughs> they do have a moment where he gets to fight side by side. Oh, yeah. It's a great little fight scene. Ronan How
0: about a friend?
1: Does Sorry. stop. I was just... trying to get the line and I tell the only part I could remember. Uh, Ronan does stop just shy of also decapitating Todd, just out of force of habit. Uh huh. And we get a Todd oh. indeed, which is weird. Yeah. The two of them make it to whatever part of the core of the ship that they need to explode. Mm-hmm. The whole place will go if they blow up this one area. Yeah. So Ronan gets the C4 set, tries to head to an exit that Todd knows about, but they are immediately under fire. Yeah. So they hold their own for a bit. They know it will not last long. They hold it down until Ronan hears from the rest of his team that they made it to the gate. Ronan tells it to head back. No questions asked. Yeah. Todd turns to him and just asks if they're done. Oh, yeah. Yep, and with a little grin to each other, Ronan in his last stand, next to the person, the last person he thought he'd be making a last stand next to, Hmm. blows up a key research and lab facility of Michael's.
0: I don't know why, but this made me think of Thelma and Louise going off the cliff. Oh yeah. (laughs) Now I want like a Ronan and Todd like Thelma and Louise.
1: This is where I meant that I've never seen a song. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's, it's they are escaping one of their abusive husbands and then they kill a man or something. I, don't know. I mean, they I know the last scene. scene.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just never seen the movie. But
0: it's like, it's it's a little bit of
1: weird rom-com.
0: I can see that. Um, but I need it to happen.
1: Back in the future present, uh-huh. McKay really wishes some of these stories a happier endings. Yeah.
0: Yikes. <laughs> I mean, at least they're all heroic.
1: Yeah. And gets a little worried as he should be as the door opens and John just falls in. Yeah, his biosignature is barely anything. Big nap time. Big nap time. Energy. For the big naps. And eventually, slowly, the next morning, John wakes up, and <laughs> McKay it was like, "Literally, there's nothing McKay could do. He is a fucking hologram." He's like, I guess I'll just sit here and watch and yep. hope you wake up. Mm-hmm the one thing he was able to of do the
0: galaxy depends <laughs> on it
1: the one thing he was able to do is he prepped the solar panels and um because this is in the stasis room yeah he, he gives john a crystal which is loaded with all the information that will be critical for john to change the past including where Taylor is yeah and john's like you know in all of these stories you told me you haven't Don't told lose me. this
0: one fucking crystal <laughs>
1: All of this everything. will be for naught. Anyway. Uh, McKay hasn't told John what happened to him. Oh, this is my favorite one. Which clearly is not by accident. Uh-huh. And McKay admits that he quit. Yep. He quit Atlantis, the SGC, everything. Okay, but he did the opposite of quit. And John tells him that that doesn't sound very much like McKay. Yep. And he's like, well, you don't know about the new management that mm-hmm. happened. hmm he starts a story about how he went to the infirmary for a very serious injury. The worst splinter ever. Oh, I mean, a
0: splinter could be real bad. Yeah, I know. It could Kel- get gangrene. It's
1: bad. Yeah. Keller is just distracted because they're busy. And that's when they meet the new commander of Atlantis. Wolsey.
0: Oh, yes. The spineless
1: dweeb himself. Who actually would like to know why the infirmary is so busy. And she's like, well, we're organizing metal supplies for one of the refugee camps. And he's like, yeah, you're going to need to stop that. <laughs> Keller, like all of us, is like, um, come again?
0: No. Yeah.
1: Apparently the IOA has new policy. Oh, my ears
0: just popped. Okay. Sorry.
1: I'm awake now. From here on out. The only focus is on the defense of the city and the metal department will be Fuck. scaled back. I mean, without the gate bridge and needing to ship a, keep a ship in orbit for defense, resupply will be difficult. You know, priorities and all.
0: Can you imagine what that would do to morale? Like if your only job is just to fix people coming in from the front line, like you can't yeah. actually help. Other people, you yeah. can only fix soldiers coming in from the front line. Shh. That's got to be so hard on the Keller
1: all. is holding back curse words that they're understaffed as it is. And he's like, well, that's only because you overextend yourselves with all these humanitarian efforts what and a trying to, thing
0: to say cure
1: the Hoff and drug. And if only- <sighs> you only cared about the medical needs of the base, you'll be fine. <sighs> Leave say Michael to-, to do whatever he wants. Say that to Eddie any medical person or anyone well, with it's a like, heart or a soul not to get too like deep or whatever it's
0: like it makes me think of like nurses and doctors dealing with COVID like yeah. all the medical professionals mm-hmm. dealing with that it's like there's all these other things that they can't even begin yep. to help with because of this or the people on the other side of the world right now who yeah. are like I guess everything's
1: triage yeah anyway shitty Keller is furious. She's like whisper yelling that there are people dying out there as Woolsey walks away. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, it sucks, but there's nothing I can do about it. Fuck you. But there is a little bit. And since Michael knows about the the Dallas class ships um, or the, and he knows that this base, he knows the abilities of the base. The Iowa is pretty sure he's not going to just attack Atlantis without provocation. Mm. So if we just don't engage Michael. He'll just leave us alone. Gross. What a gross approach. Yeah, so we're just going to sit back and let him take over the galaxy? Mm. And Mm. Woolsey asks her, how many of their own people have to die? John, Sam, Ronan, Taylor, And McKay's like, John's not dead. He goes, oh, yes, I'm sorry. 48 parts, 48,000 years in the future and I'll lucky him. And he walks away. I love that part. So I much. really love McKay. Like John's not dead. Yeah. Honestly, at this point, I have full I have full beliefs that McKay is the only one who thinks that right now.
0: Well, and in this this episode I was gonna get to this at the end, but here we go. That's fine. This episode's a love letter to McKay. It is. And his relentless, relentless approach to doing good
1: yeah i mean he's literally he even at this point between keller and mckay like they've lost everyone oh yeah in a short matter of time yeah so sitting there and doing nothing was too much for keller and eventually mckay realized he felt the same so they just left together They spent two weeks on the Daedalus just thinking about going over what happened over and over, trying to Monday morning quarterback everything. Mm. And I do find it interesting that they went back to Earth. And I wonder if they would have been allowed to join a group fighting there in Pegasus or essentially do what what Ronan did of, like, you know, go on their own.
0: I think that what what hinders them is that the kind of supplies that they need, they wouldn't have gotten.
1: Yeah. Um, And as awful as it was, they said at least they had each other. And after those three weeks, they weren't just colleagues anymore. We fell in
0: love and in we, a hopeless place. And we get a really nice we little... fell in love in a hopeless
1: Cute little first kiss overlooking oh, yeah. Earth. It's super what romantic. What a fucking first date. I know. Like, literally, you want to talk about fireworks, I got an Earthrise. <laughs> Bro. Yeah.
0: And that's not you know uh coded for no, something else No, but i am gonna call those an earth rise now
1: <laughs>
0: is that an earth rise in your <laughs> pants
1: sorry it's actually better if it's i don't know i like Moonrise better for it <laughs> no moon is female okay 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 i can
0: get that this moon is is waxing for you see, see, see,
1: see? that works that words work better uh-huh. yeah Yeah. Back in the present, John is like, you and Keller? I mean, just think about the fact if we fuck up the timeline, that may not happen. What a mean thing to say. (laughs) (laughs) Or, I don't know if that's mean, it's just like, you may not get together with the girl that you like if you fuck up the timeline.
0: Yeah. But, like, don't tell him that. He's done all this
1: work. <laughs> Actually, McKay is counting on him and Keller not getting together. Aww. He's like, but you survived and you got the girl. And McKay's like, yeah, it was great at first. And we get a, another flashback Aww. to them. A happy couple walking together in the yeah. fall. He got a great aerospace engineering gig that paid a shit ton. She started her own practice, which also pays a shit ton. Listen. Yeah. They were not struggling.
0: Yeah, they're doctors. They're fine. <laughs>
1: uh, they had this big brand new future. And of course, that's when they were, Keller... Excuse me.
0: They were doctors without <laughs> student loan debt. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um, and of course, that's when Keller doubles over coughing up blood. Oh. They wound up back at the SGC less than a year after they left. And she had complications due to repeated exposure to the Hoffman drug. Fuck. Complete organ shutdown happening. No cure. And just watching McKay hear that news after he finally settled into being happy is not the first devastating moment of the episode.
0: As someone who struggles with anxiety about being happy, like feeling like you can't trust happiness, I get it.
1: And I have a hunch, as we see what ended up having to this version of McKay, like that fucked him up for life.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: fuck and in that absolute desperation that's when he has his idea Mm -hmm. and he goes to he's gonna go full Superman on this thing to save Lois yeah he goes to Keller who's based literally on her deathbed Mm -hmm. he has a solution to everything to Keller to Atlantis to Pegasus to Michael to everything and he's he's going to go back to the future he's gonna change the timeline Keller's like really this is how you want to spend my last days I love Keller's
0: acceptance here. Like, yeah. look, we got the amazing, most amazing. We're at the end of the day, we're all mortal.
1: Yeah, we had a great. We what had a fucking
0: run we had.
1: This past year was the best of my life. Yeah. I have a matter of days left. Mm-hmm. Like, can we just be in these days? Mm. And- I mean, I would hope we stopped down at least for that
0: give her some time
1: yes but i think we know mckay well enough that sure. he was doing i mean math she has to sleep head. eventually well he was doing math in his head yeah um but he you know he looked at he has it basically worked out the devil's in the details he may have to create a new form of math but he can do it yeah and she tries to emphasize that what's done is done and you can't change the past and mckay is certain he can even if it takes the rest of his life oh And Jennifer doesn't want that. She has no regrets. McKay's like, I have a shit ton of regrets.
0: So many. So many. Yeah.
1: And she makes him promise not to waste the rest of his life chasing after this. But Mm. he did.
0: I mean, it's McKay. He's relentless and stubborn. And if there is a problem, he's going to find a way to fucking work. If he thinks there's an answer to something.
1: Yeah. He's going to look for it. And she died three days later. Oh. So after that, McKay quit the research firm. He took a job teaching physics at a local community college, which I don't know if I would or wouldn't want him as a professor. <laughs> and we see him just...
0: I feel like you want him as a professor for one of your or- early courses. Yeah. Because you're like, this guy is interesting and <laughs> this is low stakes.
1: Yeah. Um. And he's just working at whiteboards in PJs. His place is literally, you can tell it's nothing but work. Yeah. See, that's all he feels. This is all he
0: has to to live for anymore. Yes.
1: We see years go by. We see Jeannie try to help as much as take care of her brother as much as she can. Yeah. And when she realizes that you if you can't fight him, join him, she tries helping him with the math. But that can only last so long. And eventually she left. But McKay never did.
0: Yeah. Well, at some point, she's just there to keep him alive Mm -hmm. and and sane-ish on this side of the line of sanity. I
1: feel like that's a losing battle in this case. Yeah. And we see him 25 years later with his digital minority report whiteboard. Yeah. (laughs) With this little like glove thing. Yeah. And eventually he figured it out.
0: Yes, he did because
1: he's going to figure it out or die trying. And the one problem is he then had to get back to Atlantis. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So he goes back to the SGC. Yep. And who else would be in command now? I mean, we just talked about it. The fucking Major General Evan Lorne.
0: Looking handsome as ever.
1: Yeah. Silver Fox in his way through He definitely Silver Fox. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you see the painting over his desk? Is the painting he was painting in Sunday? Yep. I love it. Um, It's a little
0: full of himself, though. Like, I painted this and I'm going to put it up.
1: Well, I don't necessarily think so. No? Well, here's the thing. I have paintings that I've done myself hanging in the house. Okay. And I have a hunch that this, like, regardless of how long his career is, his time there in Atlantis is a key part of his life. You know what? It's a memory. It's a memory. On top of the fact that even when he was painting it, when Carson came and talked to him, he was like, my... My mom was an artist and I used to That's paint true. with her. That's true. So I think it's a combination of like it's there as a memory of a mother. Just, it's
0: just me being judgy.
1: That's fine. I mean, <laughs> I have a painting I did hanging over our bed. So I don't
0: think you're i ju- I'm not judgy of that one. I'm just being <laughs> judgy of Lauren.
1: Anyway. Um, and so Lauren has read McKay's work. But seriously, there's no way he can get that shit authorized mckay's like just lie just Just let me go in, and don't (laughs) just
0: sneak me into someone's suitcase
1: and lauren asked the same questions anyone would ask do we have the right to change the timeline
0: i mean it's a real solid thing to ask it
1: is i mean this is it's the it's the it's the age old like it's the age old question of if you could go back in time and and take out hitler here's the thing yeah
0: mckay saw the darkest timeline he has he has so if we lived in the world of the man in the high tower yeah yeah you'd go back yeah we don't
1: we hope we don't.
0: We hope. Well,
1: I think we don't. <laughs> um, and McKay reminds him what happened in the Pegasus Galaxy. And yeah. he also adds what's happening here, yeah. which is I'm like, what is happening here? What's going? What else is going on in this timeline? Tell that you us about showed this world, us?
0: please.
1: Is there pandemics and wars and yeah. things happening? Anyway. And he asks, is this really the way it's supposed to be? And and back to the future present, McKay figures Lauren just thought it wouldn't work. Like, what yeah. could it hurt? Just let McKay go Fuck through. Fuck it, let him try. The rest is is cake. Yeah. And John figures, he's like, look, I had a shit day, but you had a shit 25 years. That's
0: a long time to, to live through all a bunch of shitty things. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And John goes, you know, when he, when he, when John, so John's going to go into stasis. When he wakes up, McKay will be here. Yeah. They have a very short time to get him through the gate. It should be doable. Otherwise, John just won't wake up. I mean, there are worse ways to die. By far worse ways to die. Yeah. And John's like, look, in the past 25 years, did you happen to see who won the Super Bowl, the Stanley Cup. And and I'm like, look who you're asking, John. Yeah, I
0: mean, at least he tried with the Stanley Cup thing. Yeah. Because that one,
1: maybe. maybe by accident, he might have learned. And uh away John goes for another few hundred years. Oof. We hope. We hope. Yeah. Well, mm. in the actual present, Chuck announces an off an unscheduled off world activation. Yep. Sam comes down because in shock, oh it is John's IDC. Oh farts. So they lower the shield, but they're also sure as shit bringing security out there. Yep. John comes through the gate. I shock- do love the way she comes through the greet. Like I know. I love it. Shocked, surprised, it worked. He tells McKay he's a genius. And in cool. their frame of reference, John was gone for 12 days. Yep. He looks a little frantic. He does the calculations. 12 days is enough time. She hasn't had her baby yet. And she tells he tells Sam that they need to get to work because they are on the clock. And Sam's like, you need to slow down.
0: I do wish the episode ended right there.
1: So can I tell you, yeah. originally it was supposed to Damn end there. It.
0: We gotta go save Taylor.
1: Yeah, credits. That's it. Was so that was supposed to be the end of the episode. Damn it! But someone thought someone some not, fucking suit somewhere. It, it was some fucking suit somewhere. God damn it! Yeah. I mean, it also ends pretty well too. It does, but still, I know it would have been great. He clarifies he knows where Taylor is, mm. and even when they're on the clock, time is needed to think this through. And John is put in an isolation room. He's pacing. I mean, considering what just happened with our dear Carson, yeah, there's some checklists you have to go through. I'm not a
0: clone. I'm not a bad guy. I'm going to do all the things He is not a clone. Also, I'm hungry.
1: Also hungry. He is not a clone, but this is Sam. She has heard some crazy fucking, she's lived through some crazy ass stories, but even this one kind of gets her to side eye. Yeah. And John tries to emphasize that, like, I am not creative enough to imagine this shit up. <laughs> yeah, please,
0: please come on. We know who, look who you're talking to. <laughs> and,
1: I feel like John's
0: like me it's like, I'm just not that good of a liar. Exactly! Yeah.
1: Um, McKay Radio said that actually he didn't find a solar flare that lines up to when L- Lauren said he dialed Atlantis. Yep. And Sam's like, isn't there safe to present like, pre- prevent that from happening? Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, there's been some glitches since the last OS update. Mm, mm-hmm. John's like, glitch? Fucking glitch? Yeah.
0: Is that what you're gonna... That's why I had to do this fucking shit that I had to do?
1: <laughs> yeah, McKay's gonna give Zelenka a stern talking, too. I'm sure it was Zelenka who made yeah, that Yeah, 100%. John just wants to go. Clock is ticking, and Sam's like, yeah, we go now. Mm-hmm. In the gate room, John and the team... And Lauren and his team and everyone's ready to go. Yeah. I love, I love this moment so much. I feel like
0: they could have there were so many false
1: endings here. I know. It's
0: like the Lord of the Rings.
1: <laughs> McKay comes up to ask John just one more thing. After all the debrief of they heard, did did McKay still have hair? And John just looks at him and then looks away and goes, Nope, let's no. go. <laughs> I feel like if if it hadn't have been for the solar flare
0: thing. <laughs> the glitches he would have told him the truth but in that moment he's
1: just no, like i don't I think he was him. ever going to tell the truth you don't think so nope. i think
0: in the moment he was like annoyed
1: no i don't think he was going to <laughs> i think he's still thankful that mckay ended up figuring this shit out to bring him back to the present anyway yeah, that's fair <laughs> so everyone makes their way and they're searching making their way and they are searching a building very janai bunker style two teams split up search the whole place very like sneakative oh but yeah. no one's there uh, John and Ronan searching for where they found Taylor. She's not there, but there is like a disgusting horror maternity ward situation. Uh-huh. That knife is bad news. Yes. Yeah.
0: it is. Yeah, all of the nightmare just no. maternity wards.
1: McKay and Lauren find a console. McKay digs into it. He gets a it's a very jani Wraith combo situation, uh-huh. and it's jackpot. Gated trusses, subspace communication codes, research into hybrids. Like, this is everything they need. And that's when uh-huh. the screen goes blank and starts flashing symbols. Everyone's like... um Hack to you, Rodney. What's that? <laughs> and it's Probably just... Probably not great. Just not good. And that's when McKay realizes that it's a countdown. Anytime something is a countdown... No. It's time to go. It's time to go. Explosions start... Like, racking through the building. Uh-huh. Lauren calls out to John that it's a booby trap. Uh-huh. Explosions continue, and they start, like, trapping people where they are so yikes. they can't get out of the building. Yikes, 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 And from the outside, up high, we see just the whole building implode.
0: Well, that's cool.
1: On top of our team. And just dust settling.
0: Everyone's going to be fine. To be continued. We're just going to go back in time again. Yeah. He's going to do it all at uh-huh. Groundhog Day, this thing. 100%. And then do it right.
1: So that was the season Holy four finale. Holy
0: farts. I'm ready. Let's go find Taylor. I do wish they'd ended up. We gotta go
1: find Taylor. Yeah.
0: But it's fine.
1: No, it's, I, I love, I love this episode. Uh-huh. Um, I love episodes that sort of, again, have this dramatic everyone dies ending, but then everyone's dun, fine. Dun, yeah, yeah. It's also or maybe not fine. We don't know. But it's also just how much fun has that be to write? Because you're like, you get to do all those sorts of well, crazy like, shit, and there's little consequences in the end.
0: Yeah, let yourself like have that fun, like, what if everyone died ending? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good it's a fun episode uh it's a good episode it's a
1: good episode
0: um i'm into it yep i'm ready i'm ready for the next one
1: i mean Let's it's, this it's done. fine it's just a whole building that collapsed over. it's not they'll be it's fine, fine. they not just crawl out it's like fine. little cockroaches uh next episode is called search and rescue oh i wonder why <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> um, so we have the beginning uh the, the first episode of season five, which is the final episode of Atlantis. Or final season. Yeah, sorry. I was like, wait, nope, nope. Yeah. Final season, episode five. We're this is the first close. episode. However, after search and rescue, we have to take a slight Atlantis pause. Ooh. Because we have another made for TV SG1 movie. Oh, interesting. called Stargate Continuum interesting yeah let's fucking go okay I'm ready. Go.
0: I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready uh guys thanks for being patient <laughs> with our weird weekend situations yeah I'm
1: sorry um
0: you know where to find us on twitter we're at Terra Podcast on
1: facebook we're at there's no place like
0: Tara Email us at there's no place like at gmail.com.
1: Patreon.com slash there's Rate us, like us, review us wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you next week with the beginning of season
0: five. Okay, bye. Bye.